Episode 131 of Inuyasha. I'm Sean. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Eric. Eric's not here. <laughs> Decker he... <laughs> Oh, stay a while. <laughs> Eric was a wonderful guest who we'll have on again when our ratings dip and we need a charismatic person to come back on the show and ask us many questions about a show he's never watched before. Yeah, that was kind of fun. It was fun. In spite of all the failures, it was really great. Yeah. I think and he was he's a real good sport. He was also surprisingly positive about yeah. a lesser episode of the show. Kind Probably of wish. More than both of us. Yeah, that's true. I, I was okay with it. But I wish he would have been around for this one, Trap of the Cursed Wall Hanging, because I found this one quite good. Oh, I know. I feel like he needs to watch a good episode. Yeah, this one reminded me of season one, Inuyasha, almost like they were, we got some time. Well, how about we do one more for the road? Just like <laughs> a one-off adventure with some creepy, cursed thing that steals people's skin. And looks like a toothpaste monster. Yeah, I didn't care for the goo. No. Why, why the goo? Ugh. I thought it was painted Anyone, first. An unexpected two-part adventure. Oh, yes. We only watched the first part. Mm -hmm. uh, I assume in the next episode, Moroku's going to have some sort of dangerous confession. Why dangerous? I don't know. It's his most dangerous. The most dangerous thing he's yes. ever confessed. I know. I can't remember his other confessions. Well, there was the one where Sango was being charmed by that one guy, and he was like, I want you to be happy. Oh, was that a dangerous confession or just a regular confession? That seemed like just a statement, if anything. <laughs> That's something a friend could say. <laughs> and then there's the Mount Hakure one, which we get a flashback in this one. Like, life's not worth living without what? you. Sango's the one who said that, right? Oh, well, what did he say? I'd, he I'd said, rather die. oh, if it means this like pre precious girl can live, then my life's nothing. Something like oh, that. that's something a father could say to his daughter. So maybe we don't have a confession yet. Yeah, I don't feel like we really do. Maybe in the next episode we will. Until then, there's a cursed wall hanging. I should just say cursed. Cursed sounds like I'm wrong. I guess this episode starts off with the cult of evil women dumping skinless bodies into the marsh. Yeah, it's the end of The Beguiled. Spoilers for that movie. I haven't even heard of that movie. It sounds made up. It is not. It is a movie called The Beguiled. It was recently remade into a movie with Nicole Kidman. I don't know who the man <gasps> I know was. her. Yeah, yes. And directed by Sofia Coppola. Yeah. yeah. Her. Although I hear this one, compared to her other work, is rather good. I've seen the original a long time ago. 
Is it the same name or did they re? No, it's still called the Beguiled. They were determined not to make any money. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <gasps> Does this have a guy in it? It has a gentleman caller in it, yes. And it has other girls in it? Yes, it is a house full of women. I believe it's Civil War era. Yes, I saw a, a, a cutout for this at the movie <laughs> theaters way back when we had movie theater. I remember those. I remember cutouts, too. Oh, I want popcorn. Good. Well, I can't help you. That's so sad. So poor, I mean, poor Wakanda or whatever is her name is helping her. <laughs> Are we switching to Black Panther? What? <laughs> Shinosuke searching for Wakanda. He can't find it. That's anyway, yes. you got to fly in at a certain altitude, I think. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. But first, this old guy witnesses these ladies. Witnesses a crime. They're not really trying very hard to cover their tracks. No, like they should bury it. lanterns and, and stuff and, like, chanting and... They're making yeah. a production out of it. Yeah, so word of this demon village of women uh, gets out and gets to our crew who are like... Yeah, eh. he just happened to run into them and he just happens to start spilling all that gossip about those demon women. And our gang, they have another dilemma about whether or not they should even investigate and they have to once again say, well, we have to investigate everything. This time they use faulty logic, though. Moroku oh, says... No. Like, this is the only way we'll find all the jewel shards. It's like, no, no, just fo go find them. This is different. This is just like a, once again, yeah. a Saving Private Ryan situation. There's a pillbox. It's not part of the mission, but you do have to kill Germans. Yeah, that's like never stopped. A, like, they're like, oh, well, there's no jewel shards around, but we can't ignore someone who needs help. It's like that. Exactly. And of course, the only one who doesn't want to go is Inuyasha. Yeah, because he's just being a real, he's being a real Baron von Schultz about it. That's for <laughs> sure. Oh, the old man was also startled by by an injured samurai, just to go back to the beguiled thing. Yeah, he was fighting, I guess, a series of archers and retreated, found some nice ladies. He gets into the village and is like, hey, there's no men around. That's weird. Oh, well, I'll drink this. Oh, I'm dead. Never. And then Wakanda has to drag him into a shrine. <laughs> I guess by herself. Seems well, we find out later. Reluctant. I couldn't tell if later she becomes reluctant, like to break free of what's controlling them. No, or... she seemed a little, she was like, kind of like a sigh. I don't know. Maybe it was a sigh that, ugh, I have to drag him all by myself again. I dragged the last one. Or it's her Could turn. Or she was the last one initiated, and she has still half the grunt of... work. Look, never drink the tea. That's what I've learned. Or sake. Or sake. I mean, even James Bond makes that mistake at least twice. Where he's like, ooh, per I'm movie? in the villain's lair. Per movie? Is that what <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, in at least two different movies, he is like, oh, I'm in the villain's lair. Drink. Oh, I've been drugged. Oh, hey, this samurai... Yes. In this TV show called Inuyasha. Remember. <laughs> he pulled all those arrows out after he scared the old guy. Yeah, they must have just been in his armor. But you're not supposed to do that generally, pull an arrow out. You're just supposed to break off the the end. 
Yeah. And get, cut out the arrows. I heard if you have, like, silk under your armor, then you can, like, twist the silk around the arrowhead and pull it out. Oh, that's Without, like, ripping your flesh. <laughs> More than it needs to be. <laughs> yeah, you gotta save your flesh for the haunted painting that the samurai quickly sees. Yeah, bye-bye, samurai. <laughs> <laughs> bye-bye, samurai was my favorite romantic comedy from the 50s. Is that really a romantic comedy, or did you make that up? I did make it up. Okay. I wasn't sure. I would have believed you. There's a lot of things I say. You should just ignore most of them, I think. But he gets his skin ripped off, and Moroku, from a distance, senses this. Yes. Evil is afoot. Wait, do we get to see the toothpaste monster? No, we don't get a good... We just see goo all over his hand. Yeah. And a blood splatter. So good thing we didn't get terribly attached to him, I guess. Do you he think he was going to beguile them? <laughs> he may have uh, eventually beguiled them. So they were just taking the initiative. Yeah, there's a preemptive. Like, no, you've been beguiled. <laughs> a preemptive beguiling. A preguile, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Guess What's... what came back? Kagome's little backpack. Oh. And they were eating cup of noodle. Oh, oh yeah, she, that was the guy who was... fell off the cliff. I forgot. You can go yeah. back to him now. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, Shinosuke, we don't know his name yet. He uh, falls off a cliff while screaming the name Wakanda. But luckily he can float on his back while he's unconscious. Yeah, I guess that's how people survive drowning. <laughs> and so the gang stumbles upon the, I guess, the body dumping marsh. That's where they the find a body. <laughs> that's where the demonic aura came from. And oh uh, right, hey, did you notice that little shadow wiggling underwater? I did. They almost caught the demon thing. Yeah, good thing it's fast, or a bad thing it's fast. I don't know. Bad thing, Lindsay. It's an evil monster. Oh, okay. We don't know. It's gonna beguile our, our heroes if we're not careful. <laughs> Probably just Moroku. <laughs> And maybe Shinosuke. Who knows? Oh, yeah. He's ripe for a beguiling. (laughs) Uh, So then they feed him cup of noodle. They do to make him feel better. And he's so dead-eyed that he doesn't notice that it's from 50 years, 500 (laughs) years into the future. (laughs) However long. 500. And uh, he's looking for his lost bride, Wakanda. He was called to war. He was gone for two years and uh, thought she was dead, but he didn't believe it because her bones were missing. Yeah, so, their village was burned down. He was like, he heard tale of a village full of women, like lost people in the war, and they help each other out. This sounds remarkably like Snow Woman, but we won't jump to conclusions yet. They're acting like they have something to hide for sure. And they yeah. arrive when. Oh, yeah. And they're watching him. Like Inuyasha's like, we already. Or wait, he's like, I got to find this village. And Inuyasha's like, they already found us. They're nice enough, but they're not like friendly. They're just willing to let them sleep the night and tell them that Wakanda isn't there. Yeah, uh, they're hiding Wakanda. And they told her to make herself scarce in the creepy room with the painting. Yeah. Like, I guess the painting doesn't eat women? Um, yeah, I guess not. I guess it only eats men. 
So Shinosuke's like, well, nothing for me here. I guess I'll just leave. And the other two girls are like, swoon. Oh, that's right. They're like, oh, I wish I had someone like that in my life. Well, yeah, certainly Sango says that, but I would think that Kagome would say it's not all it's corrective to be a man who only has eyes for one woman. No, thanks. But I mean, he saw dead set on leaving and the, they managed to convince him to stay the night. And uh, Moroku goes off to hit on some ladies and Sango gets pissed. Doesn't one show up from the the outside of the window? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I think that's the up. same one later. But Moroku went around the backside of the hut and was like, you must be so lonely. And Inuyasha's like, Jesus Christ, I guess there's no demonic aura, but I do feel death behind me, and it's Sango. But the men and the women get separate rooms, and Moroku's miserable because of that. That's when they ask him, they're like, what? How do you feel about Sango? Who was that? Yeah. Was that Shippo? Yes. Okay, Shippo's yeah, the one Inuyasha's that. too dense to... He's like, huh? What? <laughs> oh. so, uh, we get that flashback to Mount Hakare. I remember this fla- This flashback was far more dramatic than I remember it being. Yeah. They cut out all the, the oh, no, I gotta do this. Oh, I gotta do that. Uh, okay. It just cu- cut right to the, she's hurt. He drags her up. He has that confession that no one hears except for Kagura. And it seems like he's about to admit it to Shippo, and then he sees a sexy lady outside, and he's like, oh, uh, nothing happened. Uh, hold on. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I was hoping when we cut to Sango being asked by Kagome that this exact same flashback would happen. It's like, dun, 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 dun. I am the wind. Gotta get Sango's point of view. He's like, no. Yeah, I'd say that was, I think Sango had a confession more than Moroku did. Yeah, I think so. I think and so. Moroku was awake to hear it. Yeah. It's funny that he doesn't remember that part in his flashback. Well, he was poisoned. But, oh, man, Kagome was just trying to get Sango to spill that tea. She was all, all, you know, doing her beauty regimen, and she was like, tell me, tell me, come on. Oh, yeah. And she was also hardcore convincing her. You know, I think who likes you. Yeah, she was, like, really sticking her fingers in the pie. (laughs) So to speak. (laughs) Yeah, she. I was like, Kagome, no. <laughs> Leave it alone. It did seem like Kagome was maybe telling a couple lies, matchmaking a little. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to get Sango to like not give up on Moroku, even though I'm sure Sango was in no danger of giving up on Moroku. <laughs> Probably not. Her choices are limited in this group. But man, does Kagome have terrible timing. Yes, because Kilala sees outside that... She like how she points? <laughs> oh, yeah, rats them out good. Yeah, they're like, Kilala, what are you doing? And she, like, points outside with her paw. But to Sango's credit, she doesn't flip out. She just decides to take an angry nap. Yep, I'm going to bed. I mean, up till this point, I would have said that Moroku's just gathering information. That's the only thing he's pumping her for. But then later, uh... <laughs> he says, why does it always end this way? So he was clearly unsure. I'm really surprised. I, with all the, like the demonic, glowy stuff that was happening, why did Moroku pick so long to pick up on that? Yeah. It was like she led you into a green, glowing shack, Moroku. 
<laughs> he really hasn't been the same since that Snow Woman episode, and he's just getting <laughs> fooled left and right. And Shippo is in with uh, with the boys. And I was sure Shippo usually sleeps with the girls, even when they split up like that. It's so unfair. <laughs> he gets to go into the hot springs with the ladies just because he's a child. And then, who is it, Shinosuke? He... Says the politest, can you guys keep it down, I've ever heard. <laughs> that was like, hey, I'm going to sleep now. <laughs> and then I'm leaving early in the morning. So <laughs> This is very important to me. Literally the only reason I'm living currently. <laughs> They're like, okay. <laughs> do what you want to do. <laughs> I guess we're also going to sleep. <laughs> Sango suits up in the middle of the night to follow the women down to the river. They're carrying creepy beguiled torches. It's like, uh, I've seen yeah. that movie. <laughs> I don't like this at all. But wants to go alone while Kagome finds the others. Proud, proud Sango. Kagome also says that if Sango weren't so proud, she could just ask Moroku to stop doing this stuff. That's oh. putting the onus a little bit too much on Sango. Oh, I know. And then I'm kind of like, really, Kagome? You're going to tell Inuyasha to stop fawning over his dead lover? Yeah, you tried that. And he's like, ooh, I can't. He's like, well, I'm going to keep doing it, but I want to hang out with you at the same time. So Yeah. You, you <laughs> and give... she's like, okay. <laughs> you give a man two bowls of soup, he's going <laughs> to eat, eat both bowls of soup, as the saying goes. Kagome lets Sango run off by herself instead of following her. Inuyasha wakes up because he smells the water thing, the water droplets we've been seeing throughout the whole episode. Oh, yeah. That's kind of random. They, I liked it. And they meet with Kagome to rush to the marsh. Yeah, because Kagome goes back for the boys. Oh, and then Inuyasha's like, nothing, go back to sleep. Yeah, but Shinosuke, they just leave him behind so that Wakanda can come along and take him. Yeah. She didn't look that happy to see him. He was, like, overjoyed. He was like, oh, my God, Wakanda. It's because we had that scene a little earlier that we didn't talk about of the painting telling Wakanda to bring Shinosuke to him. So Sango is sneaking along after the women, but she loses them. And as she's leaping across the water, she gets pulled under. Yeah, they all jump out at her. And poor Hilala gets, like, swiped aside by a Kohaku weapon. I know, that's what, I saw that and I went, where's Kohaku? <laughs> he would never. And then I'm like, wait, I don't think he'd do that to Kilala. No, but uh, Inuyasha arrives at the marsh just to watch nothing happen. And then the women emerge like creepy demons all surrounding Yeah, them. they were all floating kind of like a Yura of the demon hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All had or... little weapons. And uh, Kagome's like, Inuyasha, you can't hurt these women because they have this weird green fog coming out their mouth. We don't know the extent of it until Moroku sees the same thing coming out of the woman who's all on top of him. And he's yeah. like, Something, something's in her stomach. You got a baby in your belly. You're, uh, you're already tainted. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that's pretty much what he asked. <laughs> that's a shame. I want to like Moroku, Lindsay, but he hasn't been a stand-up guy lately. And then the, the painting attacks him, and he's like, whoa. 
Why do you have a toothpaste face? <laughs> what is that paint? Is it <laughs> marsh water? What is it? I know, but it's all like like a light green or something. Yeah, it's minty. It's weird. <laughs> like at least like you know that hell painter. At least that was like ink, and it looked like ink, and that made sense for paintings. Suave so shampoo sense to me. <gasps> yes, it is suave. <laughs> What's that stuff? It's the two-in-one. It's the suave two-in-one. Sango is in a cave. Oh, and all chained up. But they were kind enough to leave her weapon just a few feet away from her. Yeah, no kidding. But um, she's been in there for so long that she could have drowned had the women not had other plans for her. Namely, to shove an egg in her mouth. Gross. Yeah. Super gross. Yeah, the lady's all like... We're going to turn you into one of us. And then she pulls one of those toad who would be prince eggs out. And then she's like, you just got to swallow it. Don't chew it, though. (laughs) That looked uncomfortable. It looked like borderline fetish kind of thing. And it kind of looks like um, Sango ends up swallowing it. Certainly, what I've seen in the next episode. If they spare us a close-up, I'll be happy. I don't need to see it. Well, this was a great episode, I thought. Yeah? Are you excited for next episode? I'm really excited. I need Moroku to start being likable again. Well, he does have a most dangerous confession, so maybe he will be. We're going to rate how dangerous it actually is. I think it will be a stupendous confession. That is my yeah. prediction. I want to know what makes it dangerous. I don't know. Maybe he's about to like be killed or something. Mm, maybe maybe yeah. confessing puts him in danger. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. because, yeah, Sango's possessed and is going to be killing him. Yeah. Maybe that's a good way to get your skin ripped off. Yeah. Okay. All right. At least he's used to being hit with the Harikos. <laughs> Yeah, by the corner of it. She just, <laughs> she just polished that thing like it's her surfboard. <laughs> Put some sex wax on it. It's ready to go. Oh, I know. She's all working on her on her weapons and stuff, and Kagome's all like putting beauty treatment on her face. <laughs> We're taking it off. Whatever. I feel like, yeah, I feel like she was using uh, what is it that micellar water? Just cleaning out the pores a little bit. Good way to go, May. (laughs) She definitely restocked when she went home. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me you lost your backpack and your bike? Okay, take this one. Yeah, you know, this wasn't bad. It was pretty fun, considering it's just sort of a side story. Being in the dregs of a bunch of filler episodes... Uh, well, I feel like we were well-trained with season four, since that was mostly yeah. them wandering around until they met the Band of Seven. So this is not so bad. And we know, uh, what was it, 140 is when it starts again? Maybe 139. I can't remember. 139 or 140. We'll find out. I hear we have a huge two-parter on the horizon. Involving Sashummers and Samar? Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad that name's sticking. Why? Why do we call him that? Because I'm an idiot. That's okay. Why. <laughs> know the answer. I don't remember I... how it happened. It just seems like it's always been that way. <laughs> calling that woman Wakanda the whole episode. Her name's Wakana. 
Oh, yeah, what's going to happen with them? Is she going to lead him into that little shrine? Because Maroku's already in there. I feel like he could be friends with uh, Nobunaga's brother. (laughs) (laughs) Seems like that kind of guy. Not Odu Nobunaga the other way. And maybe Hojo's ancestor, too. (laughs) Aw, the one with the rainbow pelt or whatever. (laughs) The rainbow shirt. Wasn't it just like a little little wrap? Yeah, it was a shawl. A a celestial shawl. It's gone now. It's gone forever. (laughs) Because he did that, his family is cursed with always being the nice guy and having women spend his money at Disneyland. Uh. (laughs) Oh, anyway. um, Well, thanks for listening, everybody. You can catch Lindsay uh, pretty consistently on Super S. They've been doing a lot of fun stuff lately. Uh, we got something else fun coming. Oh, what's that? It's a surprise. Oh, you're not allowed to talk about it. Sworn to secrecy. You've Gotta been wait. beguiled by a <laughs> non-disclosure agreement. <laughs> and you can catch me on this podcast trying to figure out what the hell I'm doing. Well, <laughs> goodbye until next time. Never drink the tea. Like this